Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. This is an exciting day today. We are going to learn how you can earn an extra $1,000 a month on the side. Some high-paying side gigs today on the College Investor Audio Show. Everyone wants to earn a little extra, right? <laughs> but is it really possible to earn $1,000 per month on the side? After interviewing several people who did it, it's safe to say that many people can, and that includes you. With the right combination of skill, a little bit of marketing, and some elbow grease, you can land a $1,000 per month side gig. So today, we outline 11 side hustles that allow real people like you to earn at least a grand a month. Based on interviews with real people with these side gigs, we also suggest some side gigs that can earn you at least 25 bucks an hour, which makes $1,000 a month achievable in many cases. If you're looking for some more ideas too, we have 80 ways to make money at home at thecollegeinvestor.com. Let's get right to it, shall we? Flip for a profit. So the key to earning a profit, buy low, sell high. But is that maxim easy to actually put into practice? And can you earn $1,000 a month just by buying low and selling high? Even people with no particular expertise can scour big box stores for items on clearance that they can sell for a profit on Amazon. There's a guide at thecollegeinvestor.com that actually gives great detailed instructions on how you can do this. The amount of money you actually can earn from retail flipping will depend a lot on how good you are at finding deals, of course. <laughs> now, the amount of money you have to put into your inventory and your ability to sell items fast. People with expert knowledge in specific areas may actually have a leg up when working to flip items for profit. Many mechanics will buy broken down cars and then sell those parts for a profit and the rest of the car for scrap pricing. Another surprisingly lucrative field for experts is sneaker flipping. Omar of Raleigh, North Carolina is an avid sneaker collector. He rarely lets a pair go. However, he has made up to 200 bucks per pair of sneakers that he resells and suspects he could earn up to $1,000 a month. If he didn't love his collection so much... <laughs> Now, the easiest way to flip for a profit is to get your materials for free. Robert A. of Raleigh, North Carolina, does landscaping work as a primary job. But if he sees a pile of metal or appliances out on the curb, he just loads up his truck, takes the metal to the recycling center to get scrap value for it. A full truck bed usually brings about 100 bucks or more if he has a lot of copper in the load. In a good month, he can earn up to $1,000 just from scrapping, though his usual take is lower than that. Whether you're flipping garbage, used clothing, sneakers, cars, or houses, buying low, selling high, of course, it's a great way to earn money on the side. To flip for a profit, you will need to know prices pretty, pretty well, and you need to be able to take advantage of deals as they come to you. Generally, you'll also need a vehicle to make flipping profitable. However, with enough expertise, becoming a flipper can yield $1,000 a month on the side easy. You can sell your great credit history. No joke. If you have a credit card with a perfect credit history and less than 15% utilization ratio, then 
You could sell authorized users' positions on your credit card to people looking to establish or improve their credit history. This is called selling trade lines. It's one of the most lucrative side hustles available for cash-strapped people. So, how do you go about selling trade lines? Well, you could go around door-knocking and trying to find people willing to buy, but you might have better luck signing up as a credit partner with an established trade line sales company like TradeLine Supply. Right now, you can earn $50 to $300 in commission for every authorized user position that you sell through TradeLine Supply. Each credit card may allow you to add between 5 and 20 users. If you've never heard of selling trade lines, might be a little skeptical about this. I know I was. Here are a few questions to answer that you might have. Authorized users stay on your account for two months, but your entire credit card history goes on their account. Authorized users never get access to your account. Don't worry about that. You'll know the name of the person buying the trade line, but they won't know your name. Trade Line Supply does screening to make sure that the person buying your trade line is legit. Authorized users never know the account number for the trade line you're selling. Even when the trade line shows up on their credit report, the account number is a digital code produced by your bank. And selling trade lines is legal. We wouldn't be telling you about it if it wasn't. Congress, the CFPB, banks and credit bureaus, they all know about it. They don't like it, but it is legal. Interested in selling your credit history? You can sign up with TradeLine Supply. We have a link at thecollegeinvestor.com. And a review, too, that you can read. Freelance writing. Whether you read articles about finance, weightlifting, cooking, art history. Hey, someone had to write it. Some online writers write as a hobby and don't earn much or anything from their writing. However, plenty of sites hire freelance writers to produce compelling written content for their audiences. As a freelance writer, you might also write newsletters, magazine or newspaper articles, technical manuals for software and machinery, white papers, even website copy, which is just the words on a company's website. Freelance writers build up their client base in a ton of different ways, but the most important factor for writers is to have a portfolio of articles in a specific niche. Valerie Rind is a corporate lawyer by day and a freelance writer on the side. She says, You can't get a writing gig without experience. You can't get experience without an established portfolio. I knew an editor at a reputable publication, and we agreed that I would write an article for free. Once I had an article with a byline, it gave me a small amount of credibility. After that, I never wrote for exposure. One article, and that was it. A common method for building up a portfolio is to start with a blog and then reach out to other slightly larger bloggers to request a guest post on their site. Another method that people commonly use is creating a free portfolio on a site like Contently. And once you have some established credibility, you have to start pitching your services. Rind just recommends this. Sell yourself with confidence, even if your experience is a bit thin. When you find someone who's interested in your writing, you'll need to talk rates. Rates for articles vary widely by niche and by the budget of the company hiring you, of course. A blog site will generally pay anywhere from 30 to 200 bucks an article, depending on the niche and your experience. I don't know. Should I say niche or niche? S- tell me in the comments section. Uh, <laughs> other sites, including media sites or large company sites, 
can often afford to pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars per article. No joke. Finding clients, especially higher paying ones, is the key to earning $1,000 or more each month. Hey, find a good one. You might just write one article. It'll take you 15 minutes and boom, you got a, you got a grand. No kidding. We also break down 14 ways that you can get paid to write on our website, thecollegeinvestor.com. Photography is another way. If you own a great camera, you've developed your photography skills. I just said photography. That's not a word. You may be able to earn $1,000 or more each month while working on the side. Dana Haynes is from Raleigh, North Carolina. We like Raleigh. She started her first foray into paid photography by shooting friends' weddings in college, though she only earned $500 per wedding at first. She recommends wedding photography is a great niche for budding photographers, especially those with young and broke friends. We paid $200 for our wedding pictures. <laughs> Weddings are the one time your peers are willing to spend a significant amount of money for photography. I know, I said $200. That's all we had. We had a nice friend. Uh, Haynes told the college investor that she also added that most young people probably have a built-in network of friends getting married. No kidding. Years after shooting weddings, Haynes revived her photography practice after watching hours of free online courses and photographing friends and family for free. People would share her pictures on Facebook or Instagram, and she slowly got her name out. These days, Haynes works primarily in birth photography, but as a hustler, she also photographs families, bands, marketing, headshots, and weddings on the side too, of course. Although, Haynes and many other photographers will get their start by shooting for friends or family. Haynes recommends keeping your business as professional and well-maintained as possible. You're photographing these incredibly meaningful moments in folks' lives. You want to make sure you're making contracts, managing dates and times, and keeping up with communication. You can't compromise on the business end if you want to serve people well. Great advice from her. Book gigs as a musician? Yes! Making it in the music industry is a notoriously difficult career choice. But Bo Humphreys and his band Saturday Night Superstars have turned their, music, their musical passions into a pretty lucrative side gig. Since playing music on the side means kind of giving up your weekends, the band opted to become a wedding band, which allows them to command some higher paydays. Every member of Saturday Night Superstars has over a decade of performing experience under their belt. So comparing their income to your early stage income might not be uh, completely fair. That said, the band members can easily clear $1,000 each, not as a whole band, when they perform at least two gigs in one night. One weekend, a thousand bucks. Not bad. As a keyboard player, Bo actually has the opportunity to book side gigs with his side gig. <laughs> He'll often play keyboard during the wedding ceremony, cocktails, a dinner, and of course perform with the band that night. When clients book the whole range, Humphreys may be able to earn a thousand or more in a single night. As with some other gigs that we're talking about today, booking that first one can be the most challenging for musicians looking to earn some extra coin. The Saturday Night Superstars band's first paying gig was a Christmas party at a golf course. Heck yeah! The owner of the golf course heard the band showcase a few weeks earlier, took a chance on booking them. Humphreys recommends that musicians should always promote their services 
to their existing networks. A great website with quality audio, quality audio, so important, and video goes a long way in making you easy to book. But word of mouth marketing is the most important way to market your services as a band. Dog sitting. I love this. If you have more love than your pet can handle, sharing is caring. Being a dog walker or a pet sitter can actually bring in some decent money. Kristen Larson, founder of Believe in a Budget, side hustles as a pet sitter in her local area. Now She simply signed up with a local pet sitting company and found plenty of work. Generally, she makes $20 for a 20-minute walk. She walks dogs during her lunch breaks and up to 60 bucks a night when she takes care of animals overnight. Depending on the locations of your clients, pet sitting may allow you to serve several clients every hour. However, it's not guaranteed to be the case. To maximize your earnings, you need to be careful to work for a company that won't send you all over the globe to serve clients. <laughs> a flexible schedule, certainly ideal for this side hustle. Plenty of people want dog walkers while they're away at work. But it can work with a variety of schedules as long as you can meet your clients' needs. If you can't find high-paying employment with a local pet sitting company, you could try finding clients through Rover.com. I've done this. It works. You could also start your own business, too. Crystal Stemberger, founder of Crystal's Cozy Care Pet Sitting, started with a few simple posts on her HOA site and a few free ads on Craigslist. Over time, her business grew to become one of her primary sources of income. Haha. <laughs> Check out Rover. It's a new app that allows you to become a dog sitter online. You can find it on the App Store and Google Play and a link at thecollegeinvestor.com. Hustle for charity. No kidding. Dan Batcha, an independent insurance agent based out of Blaine, Minnesota, he's put his side hustle times towards making the lives of military veterans a little bit better. I love this story. Now, back in 2015, Batcha and his then-girlfriend decided to give gifts to people in need rather than exchanging gifts with each other. With a little boost from social media, they managed to collect and give nearly $7,000 worth of gifts to five military families. Since then, they've managed to serve as many as 10 families with $11,000 worth of gifts in a single season through an organization called Civilian Santas. And then throughout the year, Batches spends around five hours a month speaking to local churches and schools and organizing the back end of the nonprofit. Closer to Christmas, He'll spend up to 15 hours a week coordinating wish lists, meeting families in need, collecting gifts and donations from others, and then, of course, delivering them to the families. Wow, how cool would that be? Growing civilian Santas has not been easy for them, but they have some big dreams for the organization. In the next year, he'd like to serve a Thanksgiving meal for veterans and their families and host a Christmas in July 5K run to raise awareness and funds for the cause. Ah! Yes, that's <laughs> so cool. Event marketing. So, there's uh, Lillian Kay, a financial educator who often dresses as David Bowie, huh? and founder of Oh My Dollar, no stranger to high-paying side hustles. Now, one of the higher-paying options is event marketing, or becoming a promo girl. This side job involves setting up events, talking to people, and handing out samples. If you've ever seen a Bud Light girl or girls driving around the Red Bull vehicle and handing out drinks, you've seen a promo girl. Lillian says that vendors from yoga studios to alcohol brands hire people to promote their products. It can be a lot of fun. 
Very lucrative for an outgoing person, too, but the hours tend to be late nights for alcohol or weekends for other vendors. If you know someone who's already an event promoter, you might want to ask them to put you in touch with their primary contact. Otherwise, you can find your first few events through Craigslist gigs, Facebook, search your city and brand ambassador, or event staffing agencies. Search for event staffing in your city. Once you've established a relationship with certain brands or with certain staffing agencies, you're likely to get called on again. Digital marketing. When someone says that they're a digital marketer, it could mean that they post ads on their own personal Facebook page. <laughs> it could also mean that they're a skilled web designer who optimizes web pages. However, most people who make money on the side as digital marketers help small business owners enhance their digital presence. If you're interested in doing this, you can pick up a lot of skills by starting your own blog and then learn through trial and error. However, if you're more interested in expediting the process, we recommend taking a digital marketing course. And based on feedback from happy customers, the following courses we recommend. There's one called Facebook Side Hustle Course. It's specifically for beginners. There's another one called SEO Audit Guide. It's a free email course. Plus, there's a paid option too. And then Market Motives Digital Marketing Certification Training Course. Wow, that's a long name. But you do not need a certification to be a digital marketer. But this is a comprehensive course. You can see those three links at thecollegeinvestor.com. Providing Virtual Assistant Services. A close cousin to digital marketing. Providing VA services. Now, a virtual assistant provides digital support, including web support, digital marketing services, and more to bloggers and other business owners. A virtual assistant can be kind of a jack-of-all-trades or even extremely specialized. Their job is to make the lives of other business owners easier and better. Many virtual assistants work with just a few clients, so their time commitment's kind of small. One virtual assistant that I interviewed responds to customer inquiries and complaints for a small retailer that lists products on Amazon. In general, she works no more than four hours a week. That's pretty nice. Many other VAs eventually find that being a VA is more lucrative than their day job and quit to take their VA activities full-time. If you've ever run your own website, you probably have some of the skills necessary to become a virtual assistant. And with the help of Google, you can probably figure out the rest. That said, some courses that expedite your learning process include 10K VA and become a Pinterest VA today. Again, all links, all resources that we talk about today, thecollegeinvestor.com, under the title, High Paying Side Gigs. And here's a couple of other bonus options for you. When seeking sources for this article, we found several people who earn high hourly wages from their side gigs but didn't earn $1,000 a month. Most of these people reported that they didn't want to take on more clients, but they did feel that they could if they put in the effort. So based on these reports, we determined it's reasonable for someone to earn $1,000 a month on the side if a person were willing to put in the time to build up and maintain their client base. Here are some ideas. Tutoring, especially for LSAT and other test preparation options, even online tutoring options, too. Teaching music lessons, hairstyling. Surprisingly, cosmetology work, including hair braiding, may require a license in your state. However, those that did this work privately reported earning between $25 to $30 an hour after costs. 
catering, or baking for private events. Depending on the laws of your state, you might have to do all catering from an industrial kitchen or have a business permit. Car washing or detailing. And voiceover acting. I know a guy who took a side gig doing voiceovers and turned it into a full-time job. In fact, he earns multiple six figures. Go figure. Just by reading some copy? It's true. And don't be afraid to work for someone else. As a general rule, the most lucrative side gigs require self-employment, self-marketing, and maybe even entrepreneurship. That said, it is possible to earn a wage from a side job while working for someone else. Most people we interviewed averaged just four to five hours a week at their side job. So, they didn't always earn $1,000 a month. However, several people came close to 1000 and they all earned at least $25 an hour. They also said it seemed pretty likely that they could work more if they needed the money. Here are some other ideas. Officiating sports, high school level or higher. Tending bar, waiting tables, <laughs> especially Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Teaching group fitness. Boot camp classes are huge. Though this may require a personal training license in your state. Keep an eye on that. A tax preparer. February through April only. And it can get busy. Interpreting for hospitals. Especially sign language. If you can do this. Oh, there's so many opportunities for you. In Chinese. Though the necessary languages could vary by region. Spanish would probably be a huge one too. Providing courier or delivery services. Driving as a partner for Uber or Lyft, of course, during peak times. Nursing. Working just a few shifts each month allows you to keep your license active in many states. How will you earn a thousand bucks a month on the side? The thousand dollar a month side gig is likely within your reach. If you're willing to put in some time and effort on the front end, in general, you'll have to be willing to promote yourself, pitch prospective clients, and develop valuable skills to get started. However, once you have an established side gig, it becomes easier to keep the revenue coming in without excessive effort. Aside from actually doing the job, of course, side gigs do require you to give up your most valuable asset, your time. So it makes sense to try to maximize your earnings from the gig. That said, a lot of people report that their side hustle isn't just about making extra money. Some people are building skills that are necessary for a promotion in their primary career. Stay-at-home parents say that they love getting out of the house and using a different part of their brain. <laughs> Others say that they enjoy having a paying artistic outlet, even if they earn more or have a steadier income through their day jobs. Honestly, things like free alcohol, free bagels, free t-shirts entice many people to start side hustles. No matter your motivation, starting a side gig is a great way to get ahead financially. Pay off your debt. Just be smart about starting it so you don't waste your time earning less than minimum wage. That's all we have for today. I know that was a long one, and there were a lot of details and a lot of different ideas, and I hope maybe you grab onto one of these and go crazy. Maybe it becomes your full-time job. Who knows? If you want to find out more, thecollegeinvestor.com, and then just type in the search, high-paying side gigs, so you can see all the links that were mentioned today, too. You're awesome. Have an amazing day, and we'll talk to you again soon.